Welcome to the Strategic Leader Podcast, a program all about transforming minds and developing leaders. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the emerging leader in you. Now, here is your leadership mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Leader Podcast, Brian Holmes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number 181 of the Strategic Leader Podcast. Great to have you with us. We're gathering great leaders just like you from all over the globe, focusing on personal and leadership development. Today, we're continuing our newest series on transition. This is one that has resonated with so many people. We're talking about a proven process that produces real change and purposeful promotion. I know it's going to be of great benefit to you. Well, as always, welcome to the program. It's wonderful to have you with us. We are honored to serve you each and every week here in this context. Last week, we started a brand new series on the topic of transition, and this came about as a result of an overwhelming number of people who have, in recent months and really the last couple of years in my world, just thrown their hand in the air and said, help, help me. I'm in transition, and my heart really goes out to that grouping of people because I understand. I I get it. In fact, uh, I've shared on this program on numerous occasions about the last several years of my life being one of the most significant, meaningful, and complex transitions I've ever gone through in my life, and what's really interesting to me is that there are so many people who are seemingly at the same general place in life, different circumstances, different settings, different components and what have you. But the truth is they're somewhere in between where they've been and where they're going. So I I really can't describe to you in words the scope of this issue uh, that is currently impacting leaders all over the world. But that's really why I wanted to bring you an expanded teaching here on the podcast. Last week, we began by exploring what transition really is. What what is transition? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Uh, Why are so many people in the process of that? Why is it such a common thing happening around us? Uh, How is it that most people struggle to successfully move through transition? Those are some of the things we discussed in episode number 179. And if you've not heard that episode, I want to encourage you to go back in our show notes and watch, uh, listen to that rather, not watch it, but listen to it. Over the next several weeks, we're going to just keep unpacking this. We're going to be looking at transi- transition from a number of perspectives. Today, we're talking about the process of transition, the four stages, as it were, of transition, what those look like, why they're so important to understand. We're going to be talking in, in future weeks about specific keys and hacks to help you successfully navigate through and negotiate some of the the pitfalls of what transition looks like. We're going to talk about some things that I've personally learned in the last number of years in my own transition, and it's just going to get better and better each week. So I'm looking forward to continuing the series with you today. At the end of the episode, I want to encourage you to stay tuned. We have a, a couple of very important announcements, and here's a little teaser for you. I have a new book that is now available, and I would love for you to hear about that. But 
Uh, hang on to the end of the program. Listen to our announcements at the end. I also have a very special offer for you as it relates to how you and I might be able to work together. Let's go right now to part two of our series on transition. In our first session, we introduced the fact that change is inevitable. That's right. Life is really nothing more and nothing less than a series of sequential changes. We were talking about transition, so obviously with transition comes great change. And I just want to tell you now, embrace that. Embrace the fact that change is going to happen and take place in your life. And also know this, that change is progress. In our first session, we also discussed that uh, people will experience significant transitions multiple times in their life. Transition is not something that just happens once. You hear often about midlife crisis and, uh, you know, if when you hit 45, 50, you're going to go through a transition well, let me tell you what, I, I don't buy that there's just one time in your life that that happens. I really believe there are four, five, six, maybe even eight or 10 major transitions in a person's lifetime. So what is transition? Just to review, Webster defines transition as passage from one state, one stage, one subject, one place to another. It's just passage. It is, in fact, change. It's changing your position changing your role, possibly changing your mindset. It's transitioning or moving from one place to the other. The key word there again is passage. When you enter transition, the tendency is to turn around and run from it or leave the corridor that is the passage through to the other side. Because when we get into a dark place, a place that seemingly has no doors that are opening to us, we want to, I think, just from our human condition, retreat to what is comfortable, retreat to what is familiar. But here in this definition is the key word. It is passage, meaning you begin it, you follow it through, and you find yourself on the other side. It is movement away from something while simultaneously moving towards something that is new and fresh. Now, in this session, I want to share with you what I believe to be a fundamental truth as it relates to how transition works. We're going to begin to explore how you and I can successfully transition. What does that mean? Well, we're going to show you how to identify when you are in transition. You're going to know, okay, I'm at the early stage. I'm at stage two, stage three, stage four. Uh, we're going to show you how you can successfully leverage the discomfort you will experience in engaging the process. We're going to hopefully show you throughout this series how to manage the minutia of separating from the old thing. You've heard of uh, separation anxiety. You're going to get some of that when you transition, but we're going to help you to manage that and, and work through that. We're going to show you how to successfully open your eyes to see the possibilities that do exist in the new place. And we're going to hopefully share with you in this session how you can successfully engage the new season that is set before you. I am confident that what we're going to share today in this session is going to help you 
to embrace the process even more and to gain confidence to walk out the transition that you find yourself in today. Listen, if you're somewhere between where you've been and where you dream of being, this session is going to give you a framework to help you navigate that process. Let's get started right now. Well, over the course of my life, I can identify at least six times where I've experienced significant transition. And I say at least because I'm sure there are others, but these are six major moments in my life where, without question, some major movement took place. You may have heard my story. If you've not, it's readily available on our website. But one of these major times in my life happened very early at 11 years old because at 11 years old, I experienced a very severe trauma, a very uh, strong and horrible violation of my person. And out of that experience, a number of things took place. And I would like to point out that this particular transition was not necessarily a positive one because at 11 years old, I did not have the maturity or the mental or psychological development to know what to do with the situation that was presented to me. And therefore, I wrongly, not intentionally, but because of a lack of maturity, a lack of development, I wrongly interpreted what happened and transitioned into a season of life that was laced with a lot of difficulty, a lot of addictive behaviors, a lot of pain, a lot of anger, uh, a lot of uh, challenges in regards to relating to other people because I didn't know what to do. So understand this, trauma and difficult circumstances can also be the catalyst that move you into a transition or a passageway into a new season. And again, that's why when traumatic things happen, it's very important that you deal with those in the moment if you're capable of doing so. Get the help you need. Find a counselor. Find a therapist. Find a coach or someone who can help you to process through so that, that that catalyst doesn't move you into a negative place. It moves you into a positive and growth opportunity. So at 11 years old, that happened for me. At uh, 16 years old, I had another major transition where I left the leadership context that was the church I had grown up in and my family relationship as it related to that church, and I, I moved to a different place, a different group of people, a different group of leaders and mentors and friends because uh, for whatever reason at that point, and this was a good thing, a positive thing, uh, I was able to move into a place that was conducive to the path God had chosen for me. And and in that new context, I was able to glean and to gain and to grow and to learn things that I would not have learned had I stayed in the old place, 16 years old. I can identify a third one at 22 years old. See if you might be able to relate to this. At 22 years old, I went from being single, young and single, to being young and married. <laughs> uh, my wife and I often talk about how, you know, what were we thinking getting married at 22 and 21? But the truth is, is that was a major transition. So sometimes uh, a season of life where you move from being uh, a student to being in the workplace, 
from being single to being married, those can constitute catalytic moments where you transition. And how you steward that, how you process through that, will determine the outcomes that come out of that transition. For me, single to married was not a great one because I brought a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, a lot of brokenness into my marriage. So the first number of years of our marriage were very tumultuous and very difficult. Thankfully, we had great friends and great leaders around us, and we were able to move through that. One of the most significant moments in my life where transition really took place for me was at 33 years old. When I went through Pathways Life Management Training here in Dallas-Fort Worth, it's a program written by Dr. Phil McGraw, his father, Dr. Joe McGraw, some 30 years ago probably, and that was a, a, a program not being offered in a church environment, not really having a Christian slant to it so much, but it was uh, what we would call a secular program, and that program provided the environment, the framework, the teaching, the training, and quite honestly, the, the safety for me to move into a completely different place psychologically, emotionally, spiritually as a result of me dealing with unresolved, unreconciled issues in my life, which by default in somewhat of a domino effect, of course, affected my relationship with my children, which are that went to a new place, my relationship with my precious wife as our marriage was healed and restored and brought to a new season altogether, uh, it also catapulted me in so many ways because it thrust me into a mode of learning and understanding as it related to personal healing, which I talk a lot about on this uh, in our work. And so that moment, 33 years old, was a significant transition where it was like somebody uh, flipped a big breaker uh, and everything dominoed and so many compartments of my life were thrust into a much better place. The fifth transition that I can easily identify is a few years after Pathways. At 36 years old, I embarked on planting a brand new church in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Now, we had been involved in ministry for a number of years prior to that, but we felt the the whole thing I'm going to talk about today, the the discontent and the disconnectedness, we felt that for several years leading up to this. But what was being born out of that was not a negative thing; it was a very positive thing. It was yet another season, another marker, a big chapter in our life that was emerging. But it began with transition. The most recent one, and I've talked at length about this uh, on various podcast and various programs and things that I've put forward is my quest. I call it my quest that I went on in 2012. In 2011, I began to feel that same sense of discontent. We'll talk more about that in a moment. And so in early 2012, I went away for five and a half, six days and just decided I want to find out what's, what am I feeling? What, what's this pulling on me? And in my particular case, I wanted to hear from God, my father, my leader, my my guide, as to how I'm supposed to manage moving forward. Now, I didn't know where to even begin. And in January of 2012, I quested for that understanding and something dramatically shifted in my life. And that has unpacked now for three or four years where we have been gradually and slowly, but in a very healthy way, 
understanding more and more about our journey, about where we're going, more and more is becoming clear every day. Uh, It's a very powerful process that we'll talk about here on this episode, on this session. But six times, at least six major, major moments in my life, that's why I suggest to you that you're going to experience transition more than once. Now, in my case, in each of these instances, I can clearly see that there were four specific stages, four very distinct stages through which I had to navigate before successfully arriving at and fully engaging the next level. That's what I want to talk about today. I want to share with you an overview of the four stages for successful transition. Let me give them to you in order. And by the way, the order is vitally important because they do happen in this order. If you get these out of order, uh, you're going to have to go back and redo some things because the, the sequence of how this unpacks and unfolds is very, very strategic. The four stages for successful transition are in order. Discontent disconnect, reconnaissance, and redeployment. Again, discontent, disconnect, reconnaissance, and redeployment. Over our next few sessions, we're going to look at each of these in a little more detail. Today, in this session, I want to briefly explain the sequence and its significance And I want to share with you a little bit about each of them so you begin to understand where we're going in this audio program. Let's begin with number one, discontent. This stage is often evidenced by the emergence of a deep desire for more, for something new, for something different. Uh, Let me put it a little more plainly. Discontent is the stage or the condition where There is something inside of you that is longing for more, longing for change, longing for connection with something bigger, better, broader, more significant, more influential. You you sense it. It's pulling on you. It is a moment in time or a season in time where that tug on your heart for the more is so significant that it causes in that same heart a discontent for your present state. In other words, you really can't be totally given over to pursuing more if you're content where you are. Now, I know that you've probably been taught, like I have, that discontent is a bad attitude. You should be content where you are. Well, I would like to suggest to you that that's not necessarily healthy because Healthy discontent actually is the catalyst for moving you into a a mode of discovering and looking into what is possible on the other side. Here's the problem with this stage of discontent. Usually, while you're hungering for the new thing, you presently have no idea what the new thing is. (laughs) You haven't seen it. It's not yet been revealed to you. You are very aware that it's there. It's literally pulling on you, and the sense of possibility causes the present state to become lackluster at best, and sometimes it causes the present state to become absolutely uncomfortable and unbearable. Depends on your level of discontent. Increasingly, there's a lack of joy, 
lack of fulfillment or lack of contentment in remaining in this state that is status quo. Now, I I don't want to say here or imply here that I'm trying to encourage you to go after a lack of joy or fulfillment. No, but here's the piece. You cannot get to a place of tremendous joy, fulfillment, contentment until you have processed through discontentment. We're going to talk a lot more about that in our next session. Let's talk about number two, disconnect. Disconnect. This stage is especially challenging because as the discontent grows and you determine I have to do something to pursue what it is that's in front of me, it necessitates leaving the familiar and stepping into the absolute unknown. That's tough because it, it it's, it's like I've got to leave where I am without knowing fully where I'm going, but I know I can't even discover what that looks like until I at least begin the disconnection process from this system that I'm a part of today. Listen, it's impossible to embrace a new season. Impossible. If you're holding on really tight to what has been, it's impossible. This means that in order to to even enter the realm of possibility and opportunity. You and I must intentionally disconnect from people, from places, from ideas, from mindsets that possibly have served us well in the previous season. Here's what I know. What was excellent on the previous level becomes mediocre at best on the new level. It requires you to disconnect from the old in order to have the new. Maybe one of the most difficult aspects of this disconnect stage is the relationship piece. Here's what I've discovered. Not everybody's going to go with you to the next level. And when you determine in your heart that you're going to pursue what God has for you in the new season, on the new level, at the new place, doing the new thing, whatever the deal is, you must settle in your heart in advance that some of the people you've done life with, been close to, and that have you hang out with and party with and yada, yada, those same people will probably not go with you to the next level. They're not as committed to the process as you are. And so the reality is, is that you may, in the, the process of transitioning, find they're not walking beside you any longer. I know it's tough. I just want to encourage you, it's okay. Again, we're going to explore this idea of disconnect in a much deeper way in a future session. Let's talk about stage number three, reconnaissance. I used to call this rediscovery, but I've determined that this word, as fancy as it may be, really captures the, the heart of what this stage looks like. Most of us think about reconnaissance in terms of military operations, and that's accurate and that's right. But let's look at it a little more closely. By definition, reconnaissance means to inspect, to observe, or to survey in order to gain information, clarification, and ultimately a winning strategy. I'm going to give you that again. Reconnaissance means to inspect, to observe, to survey in order to gain information, clarification, and ultimately a winning strategy. That is so powerful. That's what 
That's what this stage is all about. It also speaks of surveying an area or a region. In our case, let's look at it like this. It's surveying opportunity or possibilities that are in front of us and available to us. Once you've processed through discontent and you've engaged the the disconnect process, once you've disconnected from those things that are holding you back from, from discovering what's available, what's possible, then you can actively involve yourself in reconnaissance where you are inspecting, exploring, uncovering, looking closely at, looking clearly at the possibilities that are in front of you. Through that process, you're, you're gathering information, you're getting clarity, and out of that, over time, emerges a beautiful strategy to engage and to deploy. What a powerful picture of how our future is often revealed to us in sections, in compartments, even in the context of sometimes collaboration or relationship. For me, this has been a wonderful season of pursuit. I'm talking about reconnaissance. In part, let's talk about the pursuit thing for me. One, pursuing insight, wisdom, understanding, clarity as it relates to my own passions, my own purpose, my life's work. Two, it's, it's been about pursuing new and challenging relationships and connections, relationships that call me higher, that push me to accomplish more, push me to think differently. And number three, and maybe most importantly, it's taught me to pursue God, my Father, in a way I've never understood until just a few years ago. You say, well, Brian, I, I'm not really, you know, I'm not into all of that. Well, I recognize that you may or may not relate to that statement, but my life has been radically changed because I've stopped striving to figure it all out. Let me tell you how hard that is for me. I'm, I'm a strategist. I'm a thinker. I'm a problem solver. I, I love answers. And so my tendency is to try to have everything figured out way in advance, and then I'll have the confidence to walk it out. But through this process, as I've pursued a relationship with God in the way that I have, I've learned that I don't have to have it all figured out. My job really is just to trust the leadership of the one who created me as I walk out the process. Is it scary sometimes? Sure. Have there been quite a number of moments where I was completely freaked out and unsure and and anxious? You bet. But what I know is the, the most beautiful and most empowering part of the transition process is not the figuring it out. It's the journey. It is the process. We're going to have a session on this reconnaissance piece in that I'm going to share with you some practical strategies on searching and pursuing with purpose. I know that'll be meaningful to you. Let's tackle this last one here in this session. Redeployment. Redeployment. The definition in my own words, of redeployment is this. I want you to hear this. To move or allocate to a different position, use, or function. To be reassigned. It is to move or to allocate who you are, why you're here, your resources, your talents, your skills, your abilities, your passions, your dreams, 
to a different position, to a different use, or to a different function. That's powerful. Transition, ladies and gentlemen, has no set timetable. I don't know how long it may take you to go through discontent or disconnect or the reconnaissance process. For me, it's been several years now, several years. My most recent transition began in 2011, and at the time of this recording, it's 2016, and I I feel I'm just maybe a few months away yet from being fully redeployed and fully activated in the new thing. Here's what I know. At some point, you will have enough clarity, and I emphasize the word enough. You don't have to have all clarity or every answer or every piece of the strategy, but at some point you're going to have enough clarity to begin again. At some point you're going to have enough clarity to become active in that thing for which the transition was necessary to begin with. It is during this stage when you acquire the confidence, the clarity, the focus that enables you to leave the safety of the sidelines where maybe you've been for a few years like me. And once again, become passionately engaged in the purpose for which God created you. As we go forward in this series, we're going to talk about some of the considerations that you will encounter. We're also going to deal with some of the pitfalls you want to avoid when redeploying. For now, this session serves as an overview of the four major stages of transition. Again, we're going to unpack these even more. Let's review. Stage number one in this process is discontent. Embrace it. It's a part of the process. Number two, disconnect. It is imperative that you possess a willingness to disconnect from the old system, the old relationship, the old mindset, the old context, the old job, the old business, the old ministry, in order to begin to see clearly what's available to you on the other side of transition. Number three, reconnaissance. This is where your your eyes become open to the possibilities. You begin to see pieces of the puzzle, and in time and over time, they reveal themselves, and you begin to accumulate the pieces on this table of life, and you begin to see a clearer and clearer picture of where it is that God is calling you and what it is you are called to accomplish reconnaissance number four redeploy it's when you find yourself at the place where you have enough clarity enough vision enough wisdom enough confidence to get back in the game not doing the old thing but fully engaged in the new season that god has presented to you for your life In our next session, we're going to unpack and explore the nuances of stage one and stage two, which are discontent and disconnect. I hope you'll join us in the next session. I'm going to leave you with this today. The secret to change is to focus all your energy, not on fighting the old, 
but on building the new. Socrates. Well, I know that was not only interesting, but probably very helpful as you begin to understand a little bit more about how transition works. We've got some great show notes for you at brianholmes.com forward slash 181. I encourage you to go there and download or print up some of these notes. Hopefully you took some good notes yourself as long as you weren't driving. But uh, transitions are a real deal. And wherever you're at in the process, stay tuned in. Well, I have been talking about for the last several weeks that I do coaching. Now, let me just tell you, uh, over the past year and a half, I have discontinued, uh, for the most part, one-on-one coaching. And by that, I mean I, I just don't have the bandwidth or the time uh, to make that happen. However, uh, based on my business model and what I believe I can do right now, I have an opening or two. And if you happen to be an executive, an entrepreneur, a pastor, especially if you're a pastor, a leader who is in the process of transitioning, and you really, uh, for whatever reason, as you've heard this podcast today, this episode, you don't necessarily know where you fit in that matrix, but you know you're somewhere in there. But you need help, and you need someone to come alongside who's walked it out, who is relatively gifted in the area of helping you to find the next step and the next step and the next step. I would be honored to serve you in that capacity if it's a right fit for us. Uh, If you're interested in maybe having us work with you as an executive coach, a a leadership coach, uh, a pastoral coach, or whatever it is you possibly need, go to brianholmes.com forward slash coaching. On that page, you'll find more information about what we do. But more importantly, you'll find a link to contact us and we'd love to hear from you. If nothing else, you can email support at brianholmes.com, and one of our wonderful staff members will take care of you in that way. Well, I'm still offering for a few more days, as long as we're doing this series, the four cornerstones for strategic living as a free course. Let me tell you that sometime in the month of September, that's going to be going off of our webpage as a free gift. Uh, it is a paid course. It's a, a course that we should be selling, but for the last number of months, I've been offering it as a free online course for subscribing to our email weekly updates. This is not a trick. It's not any way to hoodwink you into anything you don't want to do. We offer a weekly email update that simply is a digest or a summary of the things we've posted that week, our Monday Mastery, our blog post, our podcast and any other resources we've posted online, we simply give you a very easy digest in one simple email so that you don't miss anything that's taking place here at brianholmes.com. So as our gift to you for subscribing to the the uh, email updates, we're going to give you just for a few more weeks, the four cornerstones for strategic living online course. Again, if you've not taken advantage of this, this is the time to do it because it will be coming down here within the next several weeks. Well, I'm happy to announce that our brand new book, The Four Cornerstones for Strategic Living, is available right now. You can go to brianholmes.com to find out more about that. You can also buy it straight from amazon.com. I would think that by the time this episode airs, uh, it will be available in both print format and in Kindle. Presently, it's just available in print, but the Kindle process is underway So however you tend to read your books, we'd love to have you download that or order that 
and you'll get a print copy. It really is a powerful teaching, a real, a real primer for how to build your life strategically based on personal healing, personal discovery, personal development, and personal deployment. I, I would love for you to grab that, a copy of that book. We've recently launched, just a, a month or two ago, our Strategic Influencers Mastermind Alliance. I'm not going to take a lot of time to talk about it here, except to say we still have one or two seats at the table. If you believe that being a part of a community, a peer group, a mastermind alliance, a mastermind group that meets weekly, meets several times a year in person, and we have a number of resources that we share, if that might be something that would help you to go from where you are to where it is you're trying to get to in this process of transition, I invite you to go to brianholmes.com forward slash mastermind. Read the information there. If it's something of interest to you, you can submit an application. We will set up an appointment to talk with you, speak with you, and and find out if it's a right fit or good timing for you and, and right for us, and we'd proceed from there. So brianholmes.com forward slash mastermind. The last thing I want to say is this. If what you are receiving here at brianholmes.com is a blessing to you, if it's a help to you, if it's assisting you in the process of building the life that you want, I want to encourage you to share this with your friends. Go on Facebook, go on Twitter, go on LinkedIn, Google+, wherever it is, Instagram, and throw something out there and just say, whatever you're doing, check out what Brian Holmes is doing at brianholmes.com, whether it's a podcast, Monday Mastery, blog post. Share what you're benefiting from with those that you love and those that you care about and want to help along the way. A few closing thoughts for you. Uh, Transition is real. Make no mistake about it. And if you're in the process of transition right now, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to find hope. Uh, please don't retreat. Don't don't settle back into the status quo. Don't, don't settle for less than what it is that God has for you in this new place, in this new opportunity, in this new season. Press into this. Stay plugged into these episodes over the next several weeks. We're going to help you to to build a framework so you can navigate this successfully and come out on the other side of it promoted in a wonderful place. I believe that's possible for you, and I want to be some small part of you arriving at that beautiful new place of possibility and opportunity. Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you again very, very soon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Strategic Leader Podcast. We trust that this program has added value to your life and to the development of your leadership potential. You can join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com and by sharing this podcast with others who are seeking to take their life and leadership to the next level. May God bless you immensely. And until next time, remember this, you are created to lead.